this is Kathy Kruger. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People sharing ways to improve your life. Today, Jonah, we have special guests. We have Rotarian Jim Elliott, and with him is Tina Marie Hernandez. And almost she is Rotarian the, Tina Marie Hernandez. Almost Rotarian. We're going right. to convince her in the next half hour to do that. <laughs> She's the executive director of Dive Heart. Not Die Heart, but Dive yeah, Heart. Right, Dive <laughs> Heart. And, uh, <laughs> we're we're going to find out what this great organization does. But first, let's say good morning to Tina Marie Hernandez. Hi, Tina Marie. Hello. Good morning. And Jim Elliott. Hi, Jim. Hi, good morning. Hi. So which of you is going to tell us what is Dive Heart all about? You want to take it? Hi, take it. Take so it. what we do at Dive Heart is we work with people, our services to people with disabilities. And we use scuba diving as a way to enrich their lives, to show them the possibilities, to give them hope, healing, encouragement to be independent, and all those wonderful things. And the wonderful thing on top of that is it not only works for the people with disabilities, but it works for our volunteers and the people who work with them in the water. Now, what uh, kind of disabilities are you speaking about, Tina Marie? Uh, everything, uh, autism, Down syndrome, cerebral palsy, muscular dystrophy, uh, stroke survivors, uh, people who've had injuries to their spinal cord, spinal cord injuries, traumatic brain injuries, uh, AD, uh, ADHD, ADHD, ADHD. Yep. There you go. A lot of letters there. Yeah. Um, yeah. ALS. Uh, That's Luke, work what, with they, a lot what they of call veterans. Luke Gehrig's disease, right? ALS yeah. has right, a big right. long name, but it's Luke Gehrig's disease. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, go ahead, Tina Marie. Veterans who have had uh, traumatic brain injuries or PTSD. Um, so you can see if, if it's a person that we can get in the water, with a disability, we get them in the water. I, I, I'm, I'm a nurse, and I was wondering, a lot of the, the, the conditions, um, I don't like to call them disabilities. I have a good friend of mine who calls it a different ability. But um, th these, are, these are people that would also benefit from water therapy, basically, too. So you're kind of combining the scuba and, and, the, and the therapy that they do in water for these conditions. Correct. Um, where you see some of the differences is uh, someone who might be doing water therapy, if they can't hold themselves up in the water right. on the surface, you'll see the problem, right? They're, they're going to have to have somebody or something hold them. Mm -hmm. The beauty about going underwater is that the water holds you. Ah. So these people can be independent and the freedom of that really does something for them um, mentally and how they think about themselves because right. they can do more things independently underwater. You know, what you say brings to mind a, a book I read about the life of Franklin Delano Roosevelt. He would, he was of course, uh, uh, afflicted by polio, which is a very big uh, move of rotary to rid the world of polio. And he was what probably the most famous polio victim uh, in the world. And he couldn't move his legs. But he would go to Warm Springs, Georgia, where they have these hot springs and pools, and he was able to swim and move his legs to some extent because of the buoyancy of the water. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Jim Elliott, um, you're a Rotarian, and you're also one of the scuba divers, as is Tina Marie. Uh, for people who may not know, what exactly is scuba diving? Well, self-contained underwater breathing apparatus is uh, the, the, long, the long word right for it. Uh, the acronym is SCUBA. I never and knew that. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually had, oh no. Oh, yeah. yeah. It actually meant something. Okay, go ahead. I'm yes. sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> right. say, say it again, Jim. Self-contained underwater Water breathing, breathing apparatus, which is your tank, which is mm-hmm. attached to right. with a vest and, and a regulator and a mask and stuff. But we also use surface supplied gas. So we might have a tank up on the side of a pool and we can run a 20-foot hose down to an individual now who's not encumbered by having to wear a tank. And so the nice thing about that is we can give them air or we could give them 50% oxygen or 100% oxygen at safe depths. And now a therapist can work with them and do range of motion and do all sorts of stuff. And they're getting benefits in zero gravity that you can't get even at the surface of the water, because now a therapist can get all the way around them 360 and, and they can do things that they can't do, you know, even at the surface of the water. You know, a lot of us have seen on TV scuba divers with the mask and the tanks on the back, as you say, and the flippers uh, in the old movies, the old black and white movies, they would send somebody down in a big helmet and, and, and the hose coming from up top. Is that the kind of thing you're talking about when you talk about the air well, supply from the edge of the pool? It could be a traditional regulator that they hold in their right. mouth. A lot of times we use a full face mask, which in principle is the same as the big hard hat divers used okay. a year ago. And what in, inside they have a, a block. When you go down, pressure increases and you have to equalize your ears. Ears, yeah. How, yeah, how divers do that is they block their nose and try to blow through their nose. And if you do that, your ears will pop a lot of times. Some people swallow and some people wiggle their jaw also. But in the hard hat, they had a block in there where you could turn your head and push down because you can't get your hands near your face. Uh, you right. Your metal helmet on. So they would. that's how they would equalize. Well, the full face mask that we use just covers the front of the, the face and straps hold it on. And the, and the block is right in front. So all they have to do is push down and blow. And a lot of times, if they have some use of their hands, they can push that mask up into their face and, and equalize themselves. And we wow. don't have to do it for them. If they can't, then we a lot of times we'll hold the back of their head and we'll at an angle push up and be able to equalize them. But we're basically doing everything for someone that needs that, like a, like a quadriplegic, for example. Right. And, and ah. these, these sessions of scuba diving uh, that you do, are these in big pools? Are they actually in the ocean or lakes? Or how do you go we about start- that, Tina Marie? We start everyone um, in the pool and we use community pools. We use hotel pools. It doesn't have to be deep uh, necessarily uh, so that, you know, we're able to utilize what we can get because a lot of these pools that we use right now are donated pools. Mm. And we're going to find out more about the great work of Dive Hard from our terrific guests, Rotarian Jim Elliott and Tina Marie Hernandez, right after Kathy Kruger tells us who keeps us above water by sponsoring Radio Rotary this week. Jonah, we are sponsored by Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank, Absolute Auction and Realty, Third Eye Associates, and by the Rotary Clubs of Brewster, Carmel, Clarkstown, Goshen, Highland, Kingston, Liberty, Millbrook, Nanuet, Greater Newburgh, and New City, New York. We're back with more Radio Rotary right after these important messages, so stay tuned. We all move on a mental wellness scale. We can become depressed or anxious, or we can overuse drugs and alcohol when we're in a stressful situation. Stress will move us on a scale of mental wellness in a negative way. These times we are living in can certainly cause us all stress. This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO at Mental Health America of Dutchess County. We here at MHA want 
everyone to know that if you find yourself struggling lately with your mental wellness, MHA has a wide array of support, treatment, and referral services. Our services are of no cost to you, and we are always happy to help in any way we can. A few thoughts to live by. Be kind to one another and check in on your friends, families, and neighbors. While you are checking in on others, please know that if you need guidance or professional help, MHA of Dutchess County is always here for you. We can be reached at 473-2500 or visit us on the web at mhaduchess.org. That's mhaduchess.org. Hi, this is Tony Marmo from Norman Staffing, and we've been bringing together employers and job seekers since 1980. If you're an employer and have job vacancies, let Norman Staffing help fill them with permanent or temporary workers. We screen, interview, and recommend the best candidates for your company. We make the employment process easier and faster for you. Please call Norman Staffing for your employment needs at 338-9111, 338-9111, or normanstaffing.com. You're listening to 92.9 and 96.5 WBPM. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With 14 locations throughout the tri-state region in Dutchess, Orange, and Ulster counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, which includes our Riverside Division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, New Paltz, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your local bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Hi, this is Kathy Kruger, producer of Radio Rotary. If you are listening now, so are your customers. You can advertise on Radio Rotary for as little as $25 per week. Call me, Kathy Kruger, at 845-702-4410 for full details or email me at info at radiorotary.org. That's info at radiorotary.org. Possibilities are all around us. We see potential in unexpected places. And when we share our knowledge, vision, and connections, we turn great ideas into action. Together, we can make real change happen. We're Rotary. We are people of action. Get involved today at rotary.org action. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Treboss, and my usual co-host, Sarah O'Connell-Clater, is away today, but we have our producer, the boss lady, the fabulous Kathy Kruger on the mic. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Jonah. <laughs> Thank have, you for that introduction. <laughs> you're very welcome, and you can send me a check later. Uh, okay. we have, and we have two equally fabulous guests. Tell us about it, Kathy. We have Rotarian Jim Elliott, and we have the executive director of Dive Heart, Tina Marie. And again, that's Dive Heart, D-I-V-E-H-E-I-R-T. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, go ahead, Tina Jonah. Marie Hernandez, uh, welcome back to the second portion of Radio Rotary. And uh, Rotarian Jim Elliott, welcome back to you both. So, uh, for those who may have tuned in late, remind us, what is Dive Heart? <laughs> Well, Dive Heart, um, this is our 20th anniversary. We were incorporated oh, as 501c3, a nonprofit in 2001. And uh, our original goal was to build confidence, independence, and self-esteem in individuals with disabilities. And now we're doing research with university medical centers and using adaptive scuba and scuba therapy as a tool. Um, in fact, during COVID, we canceled 11 trips and 200 pool programs around the world. <laughs> 
because our one of our instructors got COVID. It was on a ventilator for 12 wow. days. Oh, dear. He survived. Thank God. Oh, good. Oh. I said, stop. We can't take hurt anybody on our trips or uh, any of our activities. So we um, we started redoing things like the website and the media kit and blah, blah, blah. But then out of nowhere, five occupational um therapy doctoral candidates came to us from university medical centers all over the country to do their residencies and their capstone projects. And Tina Marie was really instrumental in working with a lot of them and they developed some amazing tools. They did. Oh, wow. They yeah. just, they just all of a sudden got a hold of you, huh? Yeah. yeah someone put us up in bathrooms. <laughs> oh, so, maybe they heard you on a radio show. But the basic mission of Dive Heart is to take people who uh, have various uh, uh, disabilities and challenges and uh, put them in scuba equipment or diving equipment into the water. And then what happens? How do you, how does that help them? How does it help them? Um, Well, like Jim said, it gives them self uh, a way to think of themselves differently. It changes their perspective about who they are and what they can accomplish. And I think that is the deepest a way we affect someone. Now, physically, a lot of people experience pain relief. A Mm -hmm. lot of people experience a sense of um, calmness and uh, they're able to reconnect with their, like, you know, sometimes we deal with people whose minds are shooting all over the place. You know, know, everyone kind of knows when that happens to themselves. And then under the water, they're able to just kind of gather their thoughts and gather themselves and calm themselves down again. Um, We've had so many people uh, let us know that that's the type of relief they get and it stays with them. Uh, the pain relief stays with them. The, you know, the calmness stays with them over days sometimes, not just while they're in the water with us. And, and I have you, a quick you're question. Ahead, yeah. You're talking about their, you know, alleviating their fears, alleviating their pain, great, helping with their range of motion. I just want to know how you even get them in the water to begin with underwater with a big scuba, teaching them how to breathe underwater using that equipment. I love water, but that's something that I don't know, just terrifies me. And I'm a swimmer and a skier and, but you know, I still can't even open my eyes underwater. So (laughs) that's really, really natural. Um, A lot of able-bodied people, we call them, we call them tabbies. We call them temporarily able-bodied individuals, right? (laughs) One of our adaptive divers gave us that title. So we made little pins actually that say that because really we're all temporarily able-bodied. Something's going to take us down someday, right? Someday, yeah. But the the cool thing about diving is how quickly um, it changes uh, how people self-identify. So when you put your face in the water, your brain says, what are you doing? You're trying to breathe underwater. That's insane, right? So first of all, that's a mind thing that you've got to get. I mean, the thing that cracks me up is we're in a pool standing in four feet of water. And I said, all I want you to do is put your face in the water and breathe in. And some people do that with the regulator in their mouth and the mask on. And they, they come up right away and their eyes are like saucers. And they go, oh, my God, I can't do this. I can't do this. And some people are crying. And I'm laughing, going, it's okay. Your brain is saying like, what are you doing? You're not- <laughs> right. So that's the very, very first change that occurs is wrapping your head around the whole idea of breathing underwater. And then the zero gravity comes in. And then, then it's like, it's like you discovered, you know, you, that you're a superhero and you can fly. Right. Yeah. So you start out in a pool, but eventually uh, with, with a practice and supervision, you get them into uh, lakes and oceans and exploring caves and looking at fish and stuff like that? 
Well, everything is challenged by choice. So um, if someone starts out, everyone starts out in the pool pretty much, but if they never want to go on a trip or go to open water, they don't have to. They can just come out to the pool every time for the rest of their lives or for as long as they want to interact with us. Uh, There are other people who are like, if it's this cool in the pool, I want to get somewhere where I can see fish, right? right? And that's when we train them and we certify them to work with the team. So the way that Dive Heart works is work team certification. You need two people to assist you in the water, or you might need three people to assist you in the water so that um, we keep everyone safe. So the, the people that go in the water with, with your uh, uh, clients or, or your friends who take advantage of your organization, are they employees or volunteers? Are they volunteers, scuba divers? Volunteers. All volunteers. Uh, we have five part-time employees right now. All right. And you're both wow. scuba divers yourself, right? Yes. He's so, Aquaman. I'm, I'm a diver. And so Jim, you started this whole program. Oh, what, yeah. Let's what made you that. even, yeah, what made you consider even doing this? Uh, well, the Cliff Notes version is I, I, in college, I was a journalism major, wanted to take diving in case I met someone like Jacques Cousteau. Jim falls in love with diving, wants to become an instructor, raises a family, you know, that yeah. to review from doing some things, um, but got involved in downhill skiing with blind skiers and did that for decades and then left the media business. I was with the Tribune WGN radio and helped start up a TV station uh, for them and then left, left that business and said, I want to do in diving what I've been doing in skiing for skiing. decades. Wow. And so in 2001, incorporated dive for started teaching people disabilities in 97. And, and that was really just thought it was going to be a little club thing like the ski group. And now with the help of Rotarians around the world, we are actually in Kuala Lumpur, in Malaysia, in Borneo. Um, He's been got, to China. He's yeah. been to Israel. Oh all the help of and support of people out of Rotary. Yeah. And, and now would be a good time to get your website out there for people who uh, want to help you out either as volunteer divers or people who may want to take advantage of your services. What's your website? Uh, Diveheart.org. D-I-V-E-H-E-A-R-T.org. Give it to us one more time, Tina Marie. Sure. D-I-V-E-H-E-A-R-T.org. And folks, I'm going to get a pencil and paper. I have our two great guests, Tina Marie Hernandez and Jim Elliott. Repeat that in the next portion of the program, which comes to you right after these important messages. So stay tuned. Hi, this is Sue Doyle of Absolute Auction and Realty. Back in 1946, we began serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley. Today, our clientele spans the globe, but we still consider each person we meet to be an important member of our AAR family. From specialty collections to real estate, antique and estate to vehicles, we auction it all for people just like you. Whether you're a seasoned auction enthusiast or a novice, our website, aarauctions.com is packed with tips and examples designed to make your buying and selling experiences the best they can be. So enjoy your visit to aarauctions.com, tell your friends about us, and please come back often. That's aarauctions.com. Hi, this is Beth Jones of Third Eye Associates Limited, providing life planning, financial transition planning, and wealth management strategies to help you integrate your life and your money. We are a fee-only registered investment advisory firm with offices in New York City, Washington, D.C., and Red Hook, New York. Contact us to see how you can put Third Eye to work for you. ThirdEyeAssociates.com or call us at 845-752-2216. You're listening to 92.9 and 96.5 WBPM. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. 
Hi, I'm Krista Hines, Executive Director of Hudson River Housing, a local nonprofit dedicated to helping communities in the Mid-Hudson Valley thrive. We believe that everyone deserves the opportunity to live in safe and affordable housing. No matter what your housing concern may be, you can count on us for assistance. Maybe you're looking to buy your first home and don't know where to start, or possibly seeking an affordable apartment to rent for you and your family. Or perhaps you found yourself in need of safe and supportive shelter with a compassionate team committed to helping you overcome the challenges of homelessness. We're here to help every step of the way. Please visit us online at HudsonRiverHousing.org or call us today at 845-454-5176. Again, that number, 845-454-5176. Subscribe to the Radio Rotary Podcast and never miss an episode. We are on every popular podcast platform, including iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to the Radio Rotary Podcast today. No one ever expected the COVID pandemic to last this long. Everyone is fed up with wearing masks, they're sick of restrictions, and thoroughly tired of hearing the horror stories of people desperately trying to breathe and then dying, while people with other medical needs can't get the treatment or surgery they need because the hospitals are full with COVID patients. Any doctor you know will tell you that suffocating from COVID, possibly compounded with pneumonia, is a terrible way to die. And once it's reached that point, there's really nothing that doctors can do but watch it happen. Medical teams across the country are begging their local radio stations to ask people to stop wasting their time and energy fighting against COVID vaccines because the rate of burnout in nurses, physicians, and other medical professionals is at the highest level it's ever been. Those reports of overcrowded hospitals, they're not stories. That's a very real situation happening every day. How would you feel if you spent all your time advocating against getting the COVID vaccine and then you needed emergency medical help but couldn't get it because there's no room in the hospital? That's happening to people every day. If you can't do the right thing for other people, then do it for yourself. Wear a mask in public places and get the COVID vaccine today. No one. Not a single person has died because they got the COVID vaccine. Don't be the next person suffering and saying, I should have done it. Well, for those of you who, like me, grew up in the 50s, you remember that as a theme music from Sea Hunt, starring Lloyd Bridges Mm -hmm. as Mike Nelson, adventurer, who used to help people and save people with his underwater scuba gear. Well, I've got two Real heroes, real scuba divers, uh, Rotarian Jim Elliott and Tina Marie Hernandez of Dive Heart, uh, who are telling us how Dive Heart helps people with special abilities by taking them scuba diving. All right. And uh, Tina Marie, welcome back to Radio Rotary. Thank you very much. Jim, a pleasure to have you uh, as a Rotarian on the show, of course. Mm-hmm. And an equal pleasure is to welcome back my co-host for the, for the week, Kathy Kruger. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Jonah. I'm enjoying this interview so much. <laughs> so let's let's plug Rotary for a second. Now, Jim, you're a member of which Rotary Club? Uh, Downers Grove Rotary. It's a suburb about 20 miles west of Chicago. And they've been amazing to us. And, and through that and going to district and then to uh, regional and zone meetings and international uh, Rotary meetings, we have been able to grow dive hard around the world. So... And if you would like to help with the work of Rotary or even the work of Dive Heart, uh, a great organization, go to rotary.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org. Click on the club locator button, type in your hometown, find out where your local Rotary Club is meeting and join us for the fun, the food, the fellowship, and meet great people like Jim Elliott and Tina Marie Hernandez, who's going to be a Rotarian by the end of the show, I promise you. Yes. <laughs> so uh, just, just a recap for people who've joined us late, remind people what is Dive Heart. 
So Dive Heart's a nonprofit, 501c3, that works with people of all abilities, uh, but we serve people with disabilities and we use scuba diving and scuba therapy as a way to enrich lives. And you do this not just in the uh, in Illinois, where, where your hometown is, but all over the world, correct? You'll come to New York if somebody right. asks you, right? Well, we have been to New York. We've done regular um yearly couple for a couple of years in Boston. We have instructors all over the country and all over the world, really. And that's the beauty of our training agency side. So we are a niche training agency that teaches people who are divers and instructors of diving to work with people with disabilities. And we're the leaders in that, in the sense that we're constantly, because we work with the hardest cases, we learn the most uh-huh. about how to improve working with people, how to keep um, people safe, both the divers that are assisting as well as the adaptive divers themselves. So a lot of people come to us and say, I want to learn. I want to bring this back to my community because it is very community based. Yeah. And then once they go back to their community, if they need assistance and Jim will say, you know, reach out to your local rotary clubs, reach out to the local service clubs that are in your area so that they can help you reach the people that you want to help so that's so, great um let's talk about scuba diving itself you know it looks easy when you see it on in the movies or on tv you put on the mask you put the tanks on your back you stick the thing in your face and over you go with the flippers on your feet i presume it takes some training especially safety training uh, give us an idea jim of uh how, what what uh, somebody needs to whether they're one of your clients or uh, one of your volunteers what do i need to know sure, about sure. becoming a scuba diver Sure. When I'm teaching a new diver who's never tried this before, I, I, I tell them to think about taking a breath because it's really almost breathing therapy, too. Mm-hmm. So if this is a full breath, you know, imagine taking a half or a quarter or an eighth of a breath because every time you breathe in, it affects your buoyancy. It's like your lungs are like a balloon and it'll carry you up. When you think about exhaling, Think about exhaling a half or a quarter or an eighth of a breath out, because every time you exhale, you go down. So Mm. once we get you weighted properly, like if you're a quadriplegic, for example, and we get you weighted perfectly, and now you're neutrally buoyant at 10 feet or 100 feet, it really doesn't matter. And you're not going up or you're not going down. You're just standing. Right. And your breath controls at that, at that depth, your breath controls everything. And what I tell people, we'll be on a wall and uh, it might be 50 feet underwater. And I'll say, your job is to keep your eyes on me and control your breathing to stay mm-hmm. level with me. Because I, I know where I'm at in the water column, right? I'm staying at 50 feet. You need to use your breathing. If they get a little bit above me, I'll point to my chest and I'll, and I'll put my thumbs down. Like ah. you got to come down a little bit. If I'll point to my chest. And say go up if they get a little bit below me because they got to stay where I'm at because the water column, as you go down, you become more negative, meaning you become heavier, believe Mm -hmm. it or not, which is why we wear the vest. So you put a little air in if you're too negative. For example, if you try to be hover and be neutrally buoyant and you're still sinking and having to kick to stay up, you don't have enough air in your BC or you're overweighted. If you if you try to hold if you try to be neutrally buoyant and you're 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 going up, even with after you've dumped all the air out of your buoyancy compensator, which is the vest you wear, that means you need a little bit more weight. So we spend a lot of time in the pool getting someone perfectly weighted. It's trust. It's trust. It is a lot of trust. It's a lot of trust. Yeah. What a lot of our um, training is about is giving the person who might be the assistant to someone with a disability uh, a little bit of an idea of what 
how we're putting, how they are putting themselves in our hands. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure we're you have already many, on life support, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm sure you have many heartwarming stories, but you have a champion that you trained, right? We do. We have, we had a, she was a barefoot water skier champion nationally, and uh, she had an accident. Um, she's now a quadriplegic, and uh, it happened when she was 19. So as you can imagine, her story trajectory was, I'm really angry. Um, mm. she, you know, I, I don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. And her sister brought her to one of our events, like she was kicking and screaming almost, (laughs) and she was really angry, but I'm so proud of the people that worked with her because they were like, yes, we get it. Um, Why don't you just try this? And she loved it. And she's a natural athlete. Mm, And over time, she's now, not only has she gone, she had never been out of the country. Now she's gone to Thailand on her own. She's been invited to, she's gone to Reykjavik. She's gone to Mexico. She's gone to all these different places. She's in college. She's about to transfer from a junior college to a four-year college. She's studying the thing that she loves, which is marketing and communications. Her story has been amazing. And I like to think a little part of it is Dive Heart, who helped her imagine the possibilities. You gave her a chance to have a different Ability is what you did, actually. Yeah. You, so she's not thinking about her disability, but what she can do now for others. And All her, everything we do is about what you can do. Her mother will tell you that. I mean, they were on a trip with us in Utilo, which is in Honduras, an island off of Honduras. And, and she had no intention to go to college. And we convinced her that she, you're a natural communicator. You yeah. need to you know, get into communication. Lean on us. We'll help you. We'll, we'll help groom you. So she did. She became a communications intern through her junior college. Now she's going to U of I, right? Oh, yes. Fantastic. That's where I went to college. Yay. <laughs> right. Well, if, if folks at home, if folks at home want to add to that success story, in a few seconds we have left, give us your website one more time so they can either help you or use your great services. Your website is? Diveheart.org. Yeah. And if you need a Zoom meeting or you need a program for your Rotary Club, we're your guys. Okay. Terrific. Jim Elliott and Tina Marie Hernandez of Dive Heart, thank you so much for everything you do to make people's yes, lives better. Thank you. Especially, Jim, through Rotary. And thank you for joining us today on Radio Rotary. Thank you so much. Thank Our you. pleasure. And Kathy, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Radio Rotary is sponsored by Mental Health America of Dutchess County, Mark, Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Community, Norman Staffing, and by the Rotary Clubs of New Paltz, Patterson, Pearl River, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie Arlington, Ramapo Valley, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Suffern, Wallkill East, Wappinger Falls, and Warwick Valley, New York. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell Clayton will be back with us soon. Our producer, Kathy Kruger, and our production director, Randy Turner. This is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, radiorotary.org.